look at things too much, you know, every day. So, <laughs> we can jump right into it, man. At three. Yo, let, wait, hold on. Let me let me um let me tell you. I have a I can record uh, on the mic, and that sends you the audio afterwards, so it will sound better. Uh, it's up to you. It's up to you. I've been, I've been getting good sound. You know what I mean? But it's up to you. Either or. I, my vocals gonna be separated though because I'm, I'm going into the mic into the into the computer. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just do a regular one. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. It all. Yeah. It always does. Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, two, one. What's up, y'all? It's your main man, Jay Sands. Sands on sports, hip hop, and sports entertainment at its finest. That's right, y'all. The big kid is at it again. Blasting up season five. And we always say this at the beginning of season five that this is the first official hip hop podcast started in 2008 on all hip hop. First guest was Royce the Five Nine. And we've been out ever since. And it's 2023. And I have Bob Beto Garcia. But yo, first of all, I like to correspond the episodes as well. Like this is episode 87. So I gotta pick a sports figure. Who the hell is 87? I thought about it. And I'm like, yo, it's the NFL playoffs. Dwight Clark. So this is Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I don't even follow NFL and I was about to say Dwight Clark. Yeah, right? this is that, Dwight that. Clark. Yeah, this is yeah. the uh, episode, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have that episode. Yeah, I already said it, but we have special guests. I appreciate your time today, Bobito Garcia. How you doing today, Bobito? I'm blessed, man. You know, I've I've already done so much this morning, and um, you know, that's that that's like my daily. You know, I'm a full time parent, a full time caregiver. Uh, you know, I'm unschooling my my son, and um, you know, and on top of that, I'm an author. Just released a, a new. Um, kids book title aim high little giant aim high i'm a dj i just got off of twitch dot uh, tv slash cool bob love and uh you know the rest of the day i'm gonna be you know playing ball and running and you know trying to stay in shape at age 56 and yeah. you know i mean it's just like you know every day is is uh you know every day is is a mixed bag you know and, and we approach it with grace and with positivity and uh and try to get through it and, and then start the next one you know that, that, you know, you kind of answered what I was going to ask. I was going to ask for a bio, but you kind of just did it right there, and that was beautiful. Oh no! If you want, if you want the official, no, bio, no, no, that, that that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> no, no, but let me expand because I'm also a filmmaker. A lot of people oh. don't know that I've directed three documentaries: uh, "Doing It in the Park," "Pick Up Basketball NYC," okay. uh, "Stretching Barbito," "Radio That Changed Lives," and then okay. my last film, which was my favorite, "Rock Rubber 45s." Yeah, and um, you know they're all available on YouTube, Vimeo, Amazon, Hulu, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, to, for rental, stream, download, and um, you know you can just go to my website, Cool Bob Love, K O O L B O B L O V E dot com, and you can access me and Stretch's old podcast with NPR, our current radio show on Apple Music Hits. Uh, you can access my Twitch TV slash Cool Bob Love streams. You can access my first book, Where'd You Get Those? New York City Sneaker Culture, 1960 to 1987, which has its 20th anniversary coming up this fall. Um, my new book, uh, Aim High, Little Giant, Aim High. Uh, my basketball tournament, Full Court 21, which is in 30 international cities. Um, you know, my sneaker designs, my t-shirt designs. I mean, you name it. I'm, I'm always up to a lot of things. I can't remember half the things that I'm up to. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, 
I feel I feel blessed, man, by life. You know, life has given me a lot of a lot of offerings. There's one term, like I just said it, but groovy. This is like you you you're groovy, man. You, you know Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hey, we like to ask people, man, what is your favorite team starting with football? Your favorite football team growing up? Uh, I don't follow football at all. I mean, I played, you know, probably until about age 14, and I just dropped it completely once I got the bug for basketball. So um, I, I couldn't even tell you favorite. Like, the, I mean, especially with how the NFL has treated uh, black athletes um, in the last few years and, and how they did uh, Colin Kaepernick. Like, yeah. I mean, I have friends that love, love, you know, the Niners and love the Cowboys and love the Giants and, you know, I support them. I'll listen to them and, and joke around with them. But, you know, truthfully, as as a as a vehicle, um, I don't I don't necessarily I haven't watched the game. I haven't, you know, worn any, you know, uh, jerseys or nothing like that yeah, for a yeah. very, very long time. And for good reason. Uh, but, you know, to each his own, you know, I, I pass on judgment on people who who get involved with it. Um, so, but yeah, for me, it's not not even a question I would want to entertain. What, what, what about uh, basketball? What's your favorite team in hoops? <laughs> well, again, um, I'm more of a, a, a player and okay. an activist uh, and, a, and a coach and a trainer than a spectator. Okay. So, you know, I mean, if the Knicks do well, great. If the Knicks gotcha. don't do well, great. Like, I don't hold my breath. I haven't watched the, I haven't watched the full game since... 2006, 2007, when I was a halftime reporter for the Knicks mm. on MSG, on Massive Square Garden Network. Um, mm. So, you know, I mean, do I love seeing great highlights and, you know, John Morant and, uh, okay. you know, Donovan Mitchell repping and Kemba Walker from New York and Lance Stevenson, you know, and any New York cats or Puerto Rican cats like Carlos Arroyo when he was ripping up the yeah. league, um, JJ Barea when he, you know, he won a chip for the Mavericks. You know, uh, Carmelo Anthony, you know, who a lot of people don't know is, is Boricua. Um, mm. So, you know, basically that's that's where my head is at. But but um, but ultimately, like my support is for the playground. You know, yeah. my first film was titled Doing It in the Park, Pick Up Basketball NYC. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I, I actually have a T-shirt on Full Court 21, FC 21 mm. for short is a, a one on five tournament that I've produced in 30 international cities since 2013. Um, you know, not just try to pr provide a platform for people to participate in the sport. You know, for me, that's that's much more richer uh, in terms of my time and effort uh, than sitting on a couch. Again, no judgment. You know, yeah. look, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, currently uh, I'm on Showtime uh, Point Guards of PR as a talking uh, talking head uh, interviewee. I was a host of Point Guards of PR, uh, Point Guards of Puerto Rico on NBA TV. I'm in the Google Pixel ad right now that, that plays, you know, during every single NBA game on on uh, on television. So, you know, I'm still involved, you know, um, but yeah, I can't even tell you what my, I'm sorry for such a long answer to such nah, an easy question. Hey, brother, roll on. <laughs> let, let, hey, the tape is rolling. Keep, keep, keep yeah. going, baby. They call, they call yeah, that yeah. content. That's called content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, check this out. What sports did you play growing up? You're from New York, right? I am born and raised in New York. Very proud of that. Uh, my parents like are from uh, Puerto Rico. I mean, growing up, you know, I played baseball. I was actually an all-star in Little League in Central Park uh, two years in a row, um, like 78, uh, 79. Um, 
I also played uh, football as a, as a young child. I used to be a fan of the Giants when I did play football uh, because I, I played linebacker on my, my we had a we had a squad in our building. My building had like over a thousand residents, you know. Uh, so we had a lot, a lot of kids, and we used to play against other buildings. You know, oddly enough, you know, for you hip hop heads, you know, we used to play Seven Thirty Three Amsterdam, which had on their squad Ken Swift, okay, uh, you know, of Rocksteady Crew fame, and those of Rocksteady Crew fame and of TC Five fame, wow. you know, graffiti fame. So, okay. you know, those, you know, and then we used to play Ninety uh, Second Street, and on their squad they had Norm Ski, who you know was a tremendous, you know, electric boogie popper in the, in the early '80s and. It's so funny, like I think back to those days how, you know, we were just playing, you know, street games, you know, Ring of Lario, Blackula. Uh, we used to play street hockey, you know, half of the kids would have, I, I, would, I would just play in sneakers, you know, some of the kids would have to clip on metal yeah. uh, roller skates, you know, maybe one, or two, maybe one or two cats had to actually like lace up roller skates, yeah. you know, but we just made it happen back then. Stick ball, you know, uh, was big back in the day. Um, you know, Nerf basketball. Even before Nerf basketball, we used to play. We used to take the wire hanger, you know, yeah. mold it into a circle yeah. and put yeah. it up on the door and, and play yeah. with a tennis ball, you know, like or a small dean, you know, handball. All of a sock. Yeah, there you go. Anything, anything to, to play, you know. It was a beautiful era, you know. I was, I'm very, very blessed to have been raised in the '60s and '70s. Yeah, well, hey, check out, you hear that sound? That sound means we're going out of the first quarter and we are headed into the second quarter, my brother. To start off the second quarter, I want to okay. ask you something, man. Do you talk trash? Like, like you, I'm hearing all this hoop rap from you. Do you talk trash? What, what goes back? <laughs> well, um, I did. I wrote a spoken word piece uh, that I performed uh, on record. Uh, it's on Apple Music and, and other platforms as well. It's called Park Pickup Player. And um, you can look up Babito Garcia, Isu Alala, Mark the Clive Low, the producer, remixed it. It's a beautiful wow. tune. Uh, I released it on 7 Inch on my old label, Alala. And, um, and you know, there, like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm talking smack. I'm also, I'm also an announcer. I've been announcing games in New York since 1983. Actually, it's, it's, 40, it's my 40th anniversary, uh, you know, of announcing games. And so very proud of that. I mean, I, I've was the announcer for NBA Street Volume 2 video game, NBA 2K8, 2K9 video game. Um, I also recently did Blacktop Hoops VR, which is a new video game, virtual reality. You can play with the Oculus headset. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in all those games, or you know, when I was announcing uh, national broadcasts on ESPN for Elite 24 High School All-American game and giving Lance Stevenson his nickname, Born Ready, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I'm always talking smack. But when, as a player, though, I'm not really a, 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 a shit talker unless I'm playing against my friends. Yeah. And then they gonna get it. But if, if I'm playing against dudes I don't know or women I don't know or, you know, yeah. non-gender conforming, I don't know, yeah. I don't talk smack. I'm, I, that, that's not, you know, I grew up in an era where people get smacked up, you yeah. know, and beat down if you speak out of pocket. So I know how to show respect, you know, to somebody like, you know, you never know who's gonna pop off. And uh, even though, you know, New York has gotten a little bit more calmer, you know, still, I, I if, when I played, I, I'm not, you know, because I feel like if you want to talk smack, you got to be ready, you know, throw yeah, your you dukes up, you know, because, you know, somebody might take it the wrong way. 
But if I'm playing with my friends, oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you can't guard me. You crazy? Like, yeah. you know, hand down, man down. You know, don't reach for the sprite. You know, all them fun things that I would tell. But that's just, you know, basically with my my boys and my homegirls. You know. Well, well, yeah. well check this out. I, I I know I know you're in the street ball and this and that. But but we both watch the NBA as well too, and we see a lot of these moves develop in the NBA, like the step back. And then, man, look, are these dudes traveling, man? The NBA with all these dudes, oh. dudes they got, man. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, I, I'm an entertainer, right? So yeah. I've done halftime shows. NBA arenas, NCAA arenas. I mean, you know, I've done UConn when they were the national champions, University of Tennessee when they won a women's NCAA. I've been on on Madison Square Garden, you know, the world's most famous arena with a basketball in my hand, doing tricks. Yeah. And to do those tricks, sometimes you got to carry the ball, you got to walk. Yeah. It's entertainment, you know. I know how to draw the line, entertainment, and when I'm doing organized yeah. basketball under under a whistle. And what I can say is that. Yes, absolutely. The referees have become very lenient, you know, in the last few years uh, with travel and with, um, you know, carry, you know, hesitate. I mean, basically, every hesitation you see now is a carry, you know, and they're not car- and they're not calling it, which makes it basically impossible to guard somebody because, I mean, it's they might as well just let somebody grab the ball with two hands, pump fake and then dribble again. Yeah. That's because if somebody grabs the ball with two hands and pump fake, you're gonna you're gonna jump, right? You know, and but if they could dribble again, you'd be like, oh, that's a double dribble. That's right. What do you think you're doing when you're carrying the ball? When you put your ball, when you put your hand completely under the basketball, right, and and hesitate, right? That's a carry. You have stopped your dribble, and then when you put your hand back on top of the ball to dribble again, you have double dribbled or carried. It's completely illegal. You know, it's it's entertaining for the people who don't understand, you know, the move. And yeah, and if we're in a park, I'm not going to call it. Yeah, no. Yeah. But if you're under the whistle, you know, truthfully, yeah. especially at the level of the NBA, you basically make it impossible to guard somebody to defend if you're not going to call carry. Yeah. You know, so I, I I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but you know, look, I mean, I've gotten away with some moves. Yeah. Because the referees didn't understand it, <laughs> and you know, I was grateful that they didn't call the, call the whistle. And um, you know, there's a lot of moves over the decades that I didn't get away with. You know, where or moves where I didn't even walk, and the mm-hmm. referee just called it because they didn't understand it. So, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna be like uh, agitated at the new generation because they're getting away with it and I didn't. You know, yeah. but um, but ultimately, it is it is it is kind of it's kind of comical. You know, yeah. But it's all good. I mean, look. You know, the game evolves, you know. Okay, everybody's going crazy over this John Morant dunk that he did because he's killing. He, I love I love him. I love John Morant, but... He's nasty. Hard fouls, bro. Like, like, is he doing that in the 80s? Is he doing that in the early 90s, Bad Boys Pistons? Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, he would have paid for it. You okay, know? that's right. <laughs> they would have gotten to him, but you know, he still would have done it. I mean, that kid's incredible, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, you think about what Jordan was doing, you know, to, to I mean, he made, I don't know what the, the, the statistics, statistics for dunks against Detroit Pistons when they were in there, like Bad Boy ever ordered Knicks, yeah. you know, when they were in there, you know, we're going to fire the, 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 the ish out of you. But you know, I mean, look, Scottie Pippen still dunked on Ewing. You know, uh, you know, I mean, people still dunked on the Knicks. People still dunked on the Pistons. Yeah. You know, the 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 
the defense was tremendous, but ultimately, like, you know, when dudes could fly, like, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Or get out the way. <laughs> no doubt. Well, hey, you hear the horn, man? I mean, we're going out of the second quarter. We're going to roll into a quick halftime. This is all I got. Like I said, <laughs> like I said you're not even you're not even in the NFL, so I'm going to make the picks for both of us because we got the playoff weekend coming up, and somebody's going to the Super Bowl, whether it's the Bengals, whether it's uh, – I don't even know fucking teams, dude. Fucking the Bengals, fucking the Cowboys lost. So it was the 49ers and Philly. I think Philly's going to go, and the mm. Bengals are playing. And the Chiefs. Patrick and the Chiefs. I'm going with Mahomes, man. So we got Mahomes and we got the, the Eagles. So it's Kansas City and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. And that's halftime. We are out of halftime. We are going into the third quarter. And to start the third quarter off, my brother, I want to ask you, these sportcasters, these talking heads, and, and, and like on, on uh, ESPN, but not forget ESPN, they're on the uh, Instagram. They're, they're everywhere. Everybody has an opinion about sports. Do you believe that these people like Shannon Sharp, Stephen A., whoever, are becoming bigger than the game? No, they can never become bigger than the game. Okay. I mean, people, you know, when when uh, when you take the audience numbers, you know, the, the viewership is much larger during the game, the post game. You know, I think it's great that people can express their opinions and 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 uh, and support some of the, uh, the activity and and also detract from from some of it in a critical uh, space. Yeah. You know, that's I think when it's healthy, it's great. When it's unhealthy, it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it gets people riled up and people like to talk about it. So you know, it's all entertaining. Yeah, there it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can think. Well, hey, check this out. That was a quick-ass third quarter. We are out of the third quarter. We are going to the fourth quarter. And now I really want to dive into this and ask you about Aim High, Little Giant, Aim High. What, 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 yeah. What, what, what inspired you to create this work? Well, I have a nine-year-old, okay. um, and we're unschooling him. Uh, for those who don't know, it's like when you, you allow self-directed learning. You know, you trust you trust the child's uh, natural instincts uh, and curiosity, right? And we're doing that at home. Um, and you know, uh, the book is inspired by uh, you know real life experiences uh, that me and my son, you know, went through during the pandemic. Um, but you know, it's not, it's not a it's not a serious or sad book. It's, it's a very goofy and fun book. But that's the pretext for it. It's basically like um, using basketball courts as a fertile ground for learning, uh, both in the sports context and social emotional uh, learning. Um, and then you know, there's math in it. There's there's uh, there's jokes in it. You know, there's beautiful illustrations by uh, Estefania Rivera Cortez de Puerto Rico. Um, and it's, it's a book that I'm really, really proud of. You know, yeah. Aim High, Little Giant Aim High is like a call to action yeah. uh, for young people to feel empowered okay. and to have high goals and really put a premium on effort, not on success. Okay. You know, that's the bottom line of the book, really, yeah. is if you have a positive attitude, you try your best. That's the win. Yeah. The win isn't whether you whether the ball goes in or not or whether you win the game or not. The victory is like, yo, I tried my best and had a crazy positive attitude. That's that's what we call a growth mindset. You know, and that's like the, that's the backbone of the book. 
You know, so it's, it's, a, it's an empowering book, particularly for, uh, for BIPOC, you know, uh, learners um, and readers um, because, you know, they feel seen, you know. Um, the, the, the main character is Afro-Boricua. You know, I got a kid, a kid uh, character that's that's a an Arab Muslim. I got another character from Japan. I got another character uh, from from uh, from Ghana. You know, um, and uh, you know, these are all just again like just based on real life experiences in Brooklyn. You know, bringing my kid to the park. You know, it wasn't like this forced thing. Oh, I got to make it diverse. Like, nah, that's just that's just how New York is. So, uh, so yeah, I'm really proud of the book. I encourage everybody to read it. They can go to Aim High Little Giant. Dot com. You can buy it directly from the publisher. We also have a list of uh, mom and pop shops, nation, uh, actually globally, that are carrying the book. If you'd rather go in and, and support a brick and mortar business, um, and, uh, and yeah, you know, it's also available on Amazon and Walmart, and you know, we we constantly uh, knocking on the doors of public libraries and schools, and you know, so we we we've had a good run with it so far, and it's still early. It just released yeah. December fifth. You know? Got you. And, and, and you mentioned success. I saw a quote yesterday. Some, as somebody said, uh, uh, "Success as a man is defined on how your kids, re your relationship with your kids when you're when they're grown, how they look at you. Like, are your kids still messing with you? Are they talking to you? Are they? Mm. Uh, do they want to hug you? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Mm. So, so I just want to see, man, how, how, as a man, be, be, because you you've seen people like Jay Z go to billions. You've seen." Cats who were very like, like friends. Like, let's just say, like, like, like cats who were uh, very successful in music. Uh, it sounded good, but they didn't benefit financially from it. But to me, that's still success. You know what I mean? So, so, so it's like, how do you define the thin line of success? Like, like, because a lot of people say it's monetary, but to me, it's completing the work, getting the work done is is the success for me. Like, like saying that I I I wanted to do this at point A, and I got all the way to point Z, put a stamp on it, complete. Yeah, it, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you know. You're alluding to the radio show I did with Stretch back in the '90s, um, and you know me and Stretch are still on the air right now on, on Apple Music Hits, uh, bi-weekly live, and then wow. audio on demand for subscribers. But you know, ultimately, like, yeah, we never looked at, we never determined who we were going to have on the show live or what records we were going to play based on, you know, record sales. That wasn't our metric. The the metric was how nice is this person on the mic. You know yeah. how how ill are the beats, yeah. and um and that's hip hop. You know, hip hop's hip hop's DNA is is in the art form, not in the economics. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, it, economics have become a part of it, and um and that's great because some people have found a way to support themselves. You know, using their craft and their skills, mm -hmm. and that's beautiful. Um, it's been exploited and it's been taken out of context and. You know that was bound to happen, but um, but yeah, nah. You know, success is success. Really, is is uh, I mean, it, it's up to everyone to determine that for themselves. Yeah. Me, I, I'm about effort and output. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, that's the end of the fourth quarter. You didn't survive Sands on sports. You hit 13 threes. You gave Ralph 15 assists. You scored some touchdowns. Even though we ain't messing with football, you did score some touchdowns. You hit about 15 home runs. So you did a good job <laughs> on the sports. Uh, on, on the outro going out, man, I just want to say one thing, man, because I'm still in disbelief to this day, man. Today is Kobe Day. Today is the day Kobe oh, wow. and his daughter passed away, I believe. Uh, 
So RIP Kobe, man. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, just like, I'm still in disbelief. Like, it's still undigestible to me when I see his highlights that Kobe's not here, man. So RIP to Kobe, man. So, but but please, Bobito, man, let everybody know how to get in contact with you, word about the book, everything you got going on, all that, uh, hashtags, everything, my brother, please. Yep. Well, first of all, about Kobe, um, he and I went to the same high school. Oh, wow. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I, I was a, a a player at Lower Marion from 82 to 84. I played two seasons varsity. This is 12 years before he gets there. He graduates in 96 um, and, you know, rewrites the, the record books and, you know, takes us to the state, champion, state championship title and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I met him a few times. I interviewed him for Vibe Magazine. That's the first time we crossed paths and, you know, lovely dude, you know, remembered my name. He would see me at NBA events and, you know, big me up and, and, and dap me and, what, and whatnot. Um, got to interview him a couple more times for uh, ESPN when I had the Shoes show. And then uh, at the Reed space when um, his, his Zoom Kobe ones dropped. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm grateful for the, the, the interactions that I had, even though they were limited. Um, and yeah, rest in peace to him and his daughter, no doubt. Um, regarding me, um, I'm at Cool Bob Love. That's K O O L B O B L O V E across all social media. That includes TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Twitch.tv, um, you know, on and on and on. Uh, YouTube, you know, I'm on all the platforms. Um, and I also have my website, coolboblove.com. Um, the website uh, for my book is aimhighlittlegiant.com. And yo, Jay, thank you for having me on board. Yes, a lot of fun. You got a you got a very unique show. <laughs> very much enjoy myself. And, uh, and best of luck with it. All right. No doubt, man. Well, yo, this is Jay Sands. That's Bob Beto. This is Sands on sports, and we out of here, y'all. Peace.